What's up, people? This is Adam Maxwell, and you're listening to the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. Now get ready. It's showtime. Hello. You are now listening to the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. For today's show, we will be talking more about preparedness. Here we go. Are you ready to listen in? Open your ears. Count to ten. Oh, I'm done. Anyways, and welcome to the Guns Orient <laughs> Dirt Podcast. It is episode 44. I don't know. I don't what's, keep track of them. What's the date? September, what is it, 23rd? 21st. 20th. 21st. 21st. Okay. Sounds right. And uh, we're going to continue going through the list of first items to disappear in the end of the world or when the economy collapses or, you know. We have a script here. We just keep talking, guys. We will keep talking, guys. Um, Hold on. It's still September, which means it is still National Preparedness Month. That's why we're continuing to go through this list. Even though this show is kind of about being prepared and getting prepared and living prepared. No, I thought it was about me. Pretty much preparing yourself for disappointment. (laughs) 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 All right, we are on 51. Really? I'm 51? Okay, let's do this. Wow. 50... One. I feel like we're on 50. No, we talked about 50. We talked about the cast iron cookware? Yes. Okay, 51. Fishing supplies and tools. All right, fishing supplies and tools, obvious. Fishing is going to be important when supermarkets are bare or you have no money or they won't accept money. You know, like if super inflation happens or any of the stuff we're going through right now, being able to fish is actually really helpful and it'll save you the little money that you do have to have some fishing supplies. Obviously, normal stuff, rods, uh, reels, if you're into that kind of stuff. I kind of like the bamboo rod where you tie the string onto the front and then put a fly on the end, uh, like a floater little fly from uh, fly fishing and you can attack ponds really hardcore if you use a eight foot bamboo rod but that's like a completely different thing so um but yeah rods reels swivels are helpful unless you want to tie everything on all the time and also lures or just hooks maybe some bait uh definitely look into things like getting your own worms or growing minnows. I have a stock tank in my backyard that I really, really, really wanted to grow shiners in. I'm pretty good at growing worms. Uh, I mean, not growing them, but catching them. You grow worms? How you grow worms? You can grow, you can like grow worms in a container. Is it like one of those like... A worm bin? No, like, what did they have? Worm farms? Yes, like worm farms or what mm-hmm. were they? The sea monkeys? They yeah, like the sea monkeys. Like that. Remember that thing with Dumber, Dumb and Dumber? 
where they wanted to start a business called I Got Worms. And they were going to specialize in worm farms. Oh. Yeah. That's what they were doing. That actually might be a thing. Yeah, actually, it's kind of cool. But well, yeah. wait, yeah, because like when you go to a bait shop, you buy worms. So Obviously. there's got to be a business about worms. Yeah, and what I do is I just put a bunch of wood in the yard, and then I roll it over and pull the worms up. So it's like I'm growing worms. I'm catching the worms. Whatever. <laughs> okay, next, mosquito repellent. Obviously, this will be helpful. Keep <laughs> bugs off of you if you have to sleep outside. Nobody wants to get malaria in the uh, end of the world, right? You know? You know, you could probably have something worse that you wouldn't mind having malaria. Who knows anymore? <laughs> yeah, I'm fairly sure you don't know what happens when you get malaria. But you don't want it. And uh, it's not really that big of a deal around here. But I guess you could get West Nile. You get one of a hundred diseases, but it's not just, it says mosquito repellent, right? But I mean, it's bug repellent. So it'll, it kind of helps to repel like ticks, gnats, um, chiggers, stuff like that. So it can be helpful, you know, and, uh, I mean, you know, if all else fails, you know, it's like a little cologne, little wood backwoods, uh, deet. Cologne, deep woods, deep cologne. Gross. Mm-hmm. All right, duct tape. <laughs> Fifty-three, duct tape. Anybody who's ever done anything knows how useful duct tape is. You can hold like the windows on your car. You can keep rain out of things. You can build a spaceship. You can go two hundred miles an hour. I mean, if you've been watching like uh, YouTube and TikTok and uh, Instagram reels and stuff, you know, you could hold planes wings on uh, There's a million. You, uses. Could, you could also if, you know, or as fails and all the prom dresses are sold and your kids are in school and they're going to prom, they can make a prom dress out of duct tape. Yeah, you could actually. Yeah, you can make clothes out of tape. You can make rope out of tape. You can make wallets out of tape. You can make shoes. You fix your glasses when you break them because you're going to break them at the end of the world, sweetheart, with your glasses because you won't buy a spare pair. No, I won't. Because you won't keep a spare pair of glasses. Apparently, if you have glasses prescription, people, that should be on the list. Get another pair of glasses. Literally everybody you know is that. contacts. Everybody but you. Yeah, contacts are not going to last very long because obviously you have to have saline solution. You have to clean them, et cetera, et cetera. Keeping a couple extra pairs of glasses, pretty useful. So we don't know that could be on the list somewhere. Right. So we talked about it now. Yeah. Well, uh, number fifty-four: tarps, stakes, twine, nails, ropes, spikes. Spikes. So basically, it looks like making a tent. Well, tarps can be used for a lot more than just making a tent, but tarps are good for making tents or makeshift shelters. But it says stakes, twines, nails, and rope, and spikes. That's kind of a lot of different stuff that you definitely need, though. Going to need rope for multiple things. You're going to need twine, you know, for lashing things together, holding things down, tying your tarp onto something. Yep. And then you got nails, and you yeah, rope nails. is like twine and spikes. The spikes, I guess, you know, keeping people out of areas, maybe catching some critters. I think they were talking more spikes like, oh, I guess 
It already right. said stakes. I don't know what the spikes thing is about, but all right. Maybe concrete spikes. Yeah. Many things. Oh, by the way, I use a set of concrete pins to keep people from turning around in my driveway. And I got somebody once. So I pounded a set of concrete pins into the driveway, left them about a foot out of the ground. And on two occasions, people hit them. And <laughs> I kind of feel sorry for them. But really, I just want people to stop using my driveway as their personal place to turn around. So that's a thing. Because, uh, yeah, that I know a couple of people who didn't make it too far after their oil pans were left in my driveway on a uh, concrete pin that was sticking out of the ground. But just saying, uh, allegedly, that didn't happen. But allegedly happened. <laughs> Anyways, number 55, candles. Yeah, this is your... I love candles. Okay. Candles. And it's fall season, so I got the fall candles out and everything. So, yes, you need your candles because you never know what season's going to happen. So, make sure that you have stuff that's going smell good in the house. Make sure you guys stock up on the candles. Bath and Body Works has their sales. So make sure you stock up on their sales, boys. You may be laughing now, but at the end of time, when all of us girls have our 5 billion candles, when we only light them like once a year, and then we put them away for like 5 or 10 years, who are you going to be laughing at then, huh? Definitely not us. Yeah, so candles are useful for lighting things, and... You can actually cook things on them. And if you keep one small candle in your car, I think we talked about this, though, and you are in the winter and you go off the road and you crash, believe it or not, that one small candle in your car, if you get like a 24-hour candle or a candle yeah, that lasts a little longer. Yeah, but don't leave it in the summertime in your car. It's yeah. going to melt. But I'm saying gross. in the wintertime, in a car, in case of emergencies, having one candle is not a bad idea. It can keep you warm. They used to use them in um, pump houses to keep the line from freezing. So, and if you're going to do that, you might as well make sure you keep a lighter or something that you can of light course. the candle with. Keep a lighter. That's pretty simple. We already talked about lighters earlier in the list. Uh, laundry detergent, and it says liquid, not the pods. Not pods. And pods are not for eating. Yeah. Disclosure. Or. And liquid is not for drinking. Disclosure. Or, <laughs> you know, you could you could do that if you're, uh, you know, don't want to read warning labels and you're, you know, an idiot. But, <laughs> but yeah. So the reason why they say the liquid kind instead of the pods when you use the last of your laundry detergent in the container, you refill it with water, and there's enough residual detergent in there for you to reuse it then all again as detergent or soap for cleaning or whatever you want to call it. But it's all it is is more diluted detergent. You could probably fill that thing up twice with water and still get some residual detergent. Backpack and duffel bags. Yes. You gotta keep your stuff and your stuff and organized. Your stuff and your stuff and organized? Yeah, right, so people know what I meant. Obviously backpacks. 
duffel bags are all a good thing, especially if you need to travel on foot or, uh, you know, just need a place to store stuff. Sometimes you throw it in a backpack, you throw it on a shelf in a closet, have it ready to go whenever you need it. So, yes, backpacks are a good thing to have. Garden tools and supplies and, I think, the manual. Uh, no. Why the, I say manual? It means manual as in manual labor. Oh. Not like electric. <laughs> like I'm having a manual about garden supplies and tools. It's not like electric <laughs> or gas tools. Manual <laughs> as in hand. Sorry, I have to laugh at myself for a moment. I literally thought they were talking about like books here, like manuals, like about your garden tools and your garden supplies. Garden manuals? Yeah. yeah. All right, so <laughs> manual hand tools for the garden, okay? So obviously, like, what do you want? Like, brakes? The hose. Hose. The shovels. Shovels, picks, stuff like that. The uh, little cutty snipper things. What's the snipper things? Shears. Yeah, shears. <laughs> yeah, so lots of stuff like Edward that. Edward hands. Yep. He might come in handy. Might need him. But things like that definitely come in handy. Um, you know, if you don't have any power, if you don't have any gasoline, if you don't have anything to do it for you, it's really nice to have uh, garden tools around. I still do all my gardening manual tools. I don't own a, uh, what do you call it, a tiller or anything like that. So every year when I do the garden, I do all that by hand. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, people say that. But who's going to be crazy when nobody else knows how to do it by hand and I'm the only one out there with a pickaxe tilling my yard? That's fine. You be crazy tilling your yard with your pickaxe and I'll be the woman in the closet with the 150 candles. So it'll be all good. Yeah. Fun times. Scissors, fabrics, and sewing supplies. Well, number... 59? Yeah, I'll count numbers until they're important. Yeah, say the number. <laughs> so, scissors, fabric, and sewing supplies. This one's going to be a little difficult for some people who don't know how to sew. Like, the scissors, everybody understands. The fabric, it's good to have. Sorry. Stop um, yawning. I know, it's killing me right now. And the sewing supplies, like I said before, mm -hmm. in a first aid kit, it's good to have a needle and thread and a couple other things like that because they do a lot of good <coughs> things. You can uh, obviously use it for stitching uh, wounds if you had to. I wouldn't necessarily use sewing thread, but you could. But they're talking about sewing supplies for mending clothes or... What if your tarp breaks? Yeah. What if your... Your sleeping bag rips or your um, camp, camp, camping tent rips, you know? It's really hard. I mean, not really hard, but it's pretty hard to sew a tent. Um, I know the fabric isn't... Thanks, Charlie. The fabric isn't really sturdy for that kind of stuff. Thank God you have duct tape on your list. Um, yeah, so 
like I said, having some sewing supplies around to maybe mend your clothes, mend your pants if you tear or something like that. Like she said, the sleeping bag thing's actually a really good idea. You don't want any of the down or anything getting out of there. So definitely having sewing supplies. And this is another one of those things that you should actually practice um, beforehand, before anything does happen, whenever you get a chance. It's really good to have these kinds of skills, and sewing is really falling by the wayside. There's a lot of people, or not a lot of people, who really know sewing as much as they used to. Canned fruits. 60. Veggies. Yep. Soups. Yep. And stews. Yes. So, what do you want to call it? Canned food? <laughs> It specifically yeah. says canned fruits, which are very useful because you're going to be able to get your vitamin C and not get scurvy, even though uh, there's lots of other options for that because, you know, pine. Uh... So there's a story that I heard a long time ago about how a lot of sailors back in the olden days, let's say, um, used to get scurvy all the time. Which was sad. You get scurvy from a lack of vitamin C. I don't exactly remember what happens to you, but I know it's not good. Things like, I think your like teeth fall out. There's like a lot of problems that come up with it, right? But a lot of the people who were getting scurvy, these sailors and pirates and all this other stuff back in the day, actually slept on beds of pine boughs, usually. Or... uh you know, whatever else they could get their hands on as far as, like, um, fern boughs, things like that. And you can actually, like, things like pine, pine needles, pine boughs, you can actually boil them into a tea. Uh, make sure you know what you're doing. Like, I'm not telling you guys to do this. And make sure you know what plants you're using because plants can kill you. But it was always funny uh, to think that a lot of those people who were getting sick or dying from scurvy literally were laying on top of a bed that could have saved their life. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, having the canned uh, fruit would really help with that. Obviously, anything like canned veggies, soups, stuff like that. Like uh, one thing to ke also keep in mind, if it, it does get that bad, one of the things that people are going to have to stop doing is pouring out their, you know, vegetables. So you get green beans and you crack it open and you dump all the juice out. Well, in this type of a situation, you're not going to want to waste that because basically it's free water. So, you know, you're going to be drinking a lot of uh, corn juice and bean juice in this. At least situation. you can heat it up. Yeah. Uh, number 61, bleach. All right, Plain, not scented. Yes, not scented bleach. Obviously, this is for cleaning, uh, cleaning and purifying water. Okay. All right. And if you're kind of good and you know the right combination, I think it's bleach and mineral oil will start a fire. So, 62, canning supplies, jars, lids, wax. I'm guessing, like, it'd be good to have because then you can can your food. Jar your own food? Or just to have maybe 
those jars to keep other things in. I think they're talking about when they talk yeah. about lids and wax and jarring your own food. Yeah. Really fast than the bleach thing and the uh, mineral oil, though. That is why you don't keep bleach and mineral oil next to each other. And like I said, it can start a fire. So don't try that at home. 63, knives and sharpening tools. Yep, knives and sharpening tools. Uh, for your, let's say, larger in instruments like uh, axes, obviously you're going to need files. Saws, as in hand saws, or even a file for a chainsaw blade. If you know what you're doing, that's another one of those ones, just like the canning that we skipped kind of quickly. But those are also things that you're definitely going to want to practice beforehand. Um, you know, and try and learn what you're doing. A lot of people sharpen knives, but not a lot of people sharpen knives good. So you definitely got to kind of look at that and make sure you can figure out what to, uh, you know, really do there. Bicycles, tires, tubes, pumps, chains, etc. Yeah, so bicycles and then the parts to repair your bicycle. Um, honestly, this is a really good one. I've looked into it a few times where uh, with the bicycles, and uh, I think it's a good, what you would call it, like a end-of-the-world getaway vehicle if you needed to. So it'd well, be yeah. nice to have I a bicycle. I mean, if you can't use an arm or or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It is a lot faster than walking. Sleeping bags, as we were speaking of, and mm -hmm. pillows, blankets, mats. Yep. I mean, obviously, mats are saying in case you don't want to sleep on a hard ground, you need something cushier than mm -hmm. your pillow, than your sleeping bag. You know. Yep. Then you have the mat underneath. Yeah, this is another one of those ones where you can kind of use some interesting stuff. I've been using um, moving blankets for a long time now in my bed rolls. So I usually take like a moving blanket with me and put it inside of a tarp and then roll it all up to make a bed roll. And that way I have a shelter and a blanket and a mat to lay on all in one. So it actually makes it pretty nice. Uh, so as a combination tarp on the outside, moving blanket inside of it with a um, wool blanket inside of that, all wool blanket. And it makes a pretty decent bedroll. But um, there's a m few other things you can do with moving blankets, which are actually kind of nice. But uh, this is another one of those things where, like, you and I, um, when I keep telling you to not get rid of old blankets, we just keep them downstairs or something. This is kind of why in that situation you never know you know, what you can use them for. Or like when we take our old blankets sometimes and I just throw one in the car or one in the truck or anything like that. So it's always good to have old blankets around. Saline solution for contacts. Number 66, <laughs> saline solution for contacts. I mean, we kind of already talked about this. We were talking about it, but there's other uses for saline solution other than just for contacts. I know it says for contacts. But there is a couple other things you can do with it. But obviously, this would be a good one if you don't personally need contact lenses or anything like that. Um, it's another good barter item. You can give it to, like, a medical person. Usually, the saline solution for your contact lenses does come in a little squeeze bottle, though. 
And you can use it for rinsing out wounds or cleaning out your eyes if you needed to. And then... 67. Board games, cards, dice, cards. Cards, cards is on here twice. Mm-hmm. Double up on your cards, people. Game cards, dice, and then, like, a deck of cards. So, like, when they say game cards, they mean, like, Uno. And then cards, they mean, like, a deck of cards. So there is a difference between a deck of cards and then deck of Pokemon cards, you know? Well, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, having games around or something to play to keep you distracted if you're in a group or something like that really is going to help out with uh, morale and keeping people happy, just being distracted from the situation if things go bad or, you know, something like that. 68, 68. Decon, rat poison, roach killer. Yeah, so rat and bug killer, definitely something to have around, uh, especially if, like we're talking about in this case, something happens and you need to, uh, long term more likely with this stuff, where you need to, um, you know, keep animals out of your food stores or keep the rodent and bug population down to slow down on disease spread and things like that can come in handy and look what the next one is 69 what is it looks mouse traps ant traps and cockroach magnets Ugh. yeah again same concept you yeah. gotta keep the um what do you want to call that the bug population down. <laughs> pests. I was trying to think of pests. The keep bug the, population. Keep the pest population down, like I said. Spade and neuter those rats and the, neuter uh, rats. the ant traps and the cockroaches. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it'll definitely help, you know, with, uh, with not having to share your food with unwanted. And then also, you know, like I was saying before, with uh, disease and... Uh, Stuff like that. It's kind of useful. 70. Paper plates, cups, and utensils. Well, this one's fairly obvious. You know, in the uh, situation may arise where you don't have running water to kind of wash dishes and stuff like that. You may run out of soap. So having extra paper plates and uh, what do you call it? plastic silverware kind of stuff mm -hmm. utensils around really does come in handy makes things a lot easier the only thing is is that creates trash and you have to have somewhere to go with your trash and we i emphasize mainly too on you want the paper plates the cups and utensils don't um try not to get styrofoam stay away from that if you can because that creates a lot more trash and harder for it to break down um, paper plates are easier, biodegradable stuff, you know, uh, utensils, plastic, you know, don't, try not to throw it by the ocean, stuff like that, like, recycle. Burn it. Or burn it, but then it might smell gross, but, you know. Burn it. Um, so yeah. And then 71, baby wipes, oils, waterless, and antibacterial soap. Yeah. So baby wipes, I thought we talked about this under the baby supplies thing. Yeah, we did. 
having baby wipes around to clean is pretty good. Oils, I understand what they're like mineral oils and like how I got clove oil, uh, essential oils, stuff like that. Waterless and antibacterial soaps are actually kind of nice to have. Uh, I use some waterless uh, degreaser at work sometimes for my hands, so it's kind of nice. <coughs> 72 rain gear, rubberized boots, emergency rain ponchos. We talked about this stuff kind of as well, too, beforehand. Yeah, when I was talking about garbage yeah. bags. Yeah, we talked about ponchos and boots. Yeah, well, we didn't really talk about boots, though. Having a good set of boots around would be extra useful. Rain boots. Rain boots. Rain gear, I mean. You know, I'm... not your fancy boots. Make sure you have your rain boots. Yeah. Girls, that you don't mind getting muddy. But then, you know what? It's going to be that at times. You're probably not going to care what happens to your shoes by then. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I probably won't care as much. Yeah, the emergency rain poncho thing, I mean, honestly, I just keep a couple extra, like, 55-gallon uh, garbage bags, so. Yeah, you do? Yeah. You wear them every day? You make little ponchos out of them? I wouldn't say every day, but I have them in the garage in case I need to make a poncho out of them. And I have, like, two of them in the back of my car. Oh, yeah, and you said you went running with a garbage bag over you when you go running. Yeah, so. yeah, I put a garbage bag <laughs> under my shirt when I go running. Uh, shavings, sh shaving supplies. Sorry, I couldn't say shaving for a moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Razors, yeah. cream, and aftershave. So this might... I mean, if you don't want to be hairy... Yeah, I mean, this is probably something good to have. Like, realistically, these are things to stock up on before something goes bad. But in a situation where things go that bad, I really don't care how much shaving I do. What, you don't care how grisly you become? Well, you have scissors still, so it'll only go so far, and I'll just trim well, it. Well, if you don't have your scissors, what you? Right, if I don't have my scissors, obviously I'm not going to have the rest of my shaving kit. <laughs> just saying. Don't worry, I'll have a knife. Oh, I see some dreadlocks on you. Dreadlocks? Oh. Be hairy, have some hairy armpits and... Yes, let's move on, you <laughs> weirdo. Ham, hand pumps and siphons? Oh, for ha water and for fuel. Hand pumps and siphons. Did you say ham? Ham, ham pump? yeah. Ham pumps. You gotta ham. pump the ham. <laughs> Hand pumps and siphons. This is actually really useful. Uh, I don't think I have any hand pumps around. I have a couple siphons, though. But uh, keeping hand pumps and siphons, it would be really nice to have a hand pump for our well uh, so I can keep the water going. I was actually thinking about putting in a second well on a hand pump, which would be great. And then, obviously, siphons for siphoning, I, whatever. Usually fuel out of vehicles, but you can use them for whatever you need for transporting or transferring fluids from one place to another but it would definitely be good to have soy sauce vinegar bouillons gravy soup base make sure you have those probably to add for flavor um maybe i don't know if any of them have to do with like um what is what am i trying to get at uh i have no idea what you're trying like to get at a medical 
like home remedy cures to use for the soy sauce, the vinegars, you know. Vinegar. And the gravies you could use. Vinegar you could use as a preservative for foods. Bouillons. Perhaps just making like soup when you don't have your um stock. Like yeah. your chicken stock, your yeah. beef 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 broths, you know, your broth stuff. Yeah, the yeah. soup base and bouillon. So I will say something about the soup base and bouillons and the gravy mix stuff because it does have um, usually animal fat in it as part of the ingredients. They do go bad very quickly. So uh, just keep that in mind. You're not going to get five-year shelf life out of some of these. You probably get one or two. So just keep that stuff in mind. Reading glasses. Hey, look, your reading glasses are on there. I don't use reading glasses. Yeah, you use glasses. I glasses. use prescription glasses. All right, whatever. But having some reading glasses around or prescription glasses, anything like that could come in handy. Exactly. And, and like, the lens can help be, like, use as a reflective. Or a magnifying glass to start fires. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chocolate, cocoa, tang, punch. Like, those are water enhancers, stuff that makes, um, like, your drinks. Like, your Kool-Aid. All right, and your... so stuff like this does come a lot in handy. Uh, so, number 77, water enhancers, your Kool-Aid mixes, your... Uh, yeah, punch mixes, tang, whatever you want to call it. Definitely helps out with the, um, when you have to put a little bit of bleach in your water or purification tablets and it makes the water taste like kind of nasty. Having a little something to throw in there to make it taste better is really going to help you out, especially, you know, if you have to go long periods of time where the only thing you can get is water. So that'll help. I will say another. And for people who don't like to drink water every day. Yeah, people who don't, yeah. Most people are going to have to suck it up a little bit because you're going to mostly just drink water and you're probably going to save your tang and your flavored stuff. That's going to be high commodity there, people. Yeah. High commodity. But also I will bring up that if you have a little bit of your protein mix, you can kind of double down where you're making your you know, water tastes a little better, but at the same time, you get a little bit of uh, nutrients out of it. It'll keep you alive a little longer, you know, so maybe help with some of that uh, muscle loss, extra protein mix. Yeah. 78, probably one thing that you could talk about. What? Well, you have some more knowledge on rain barrel kits, valve assembly. Yeah, rain barrels. I have a couple of rain barrels. Uh, what are we at? You have the valve thing. Yeah, hold on. I'm trying to calculate how much water catchment we have. Like 300 gallons of rain catchment mm. right now. Somewhere around there. Uh, two 55-gallon drums underneath the gutter. And then I have a stock tank up on top of the hill that I can gravity feed down to the house off of. That's about 200, 250 gallons. Didn't you get a valve once with your, uh... With the chicken? No, with <laughs> the kits that you were getting. 
those survival kit things yep. at one time. Yep, there's a valve kit downstairs in the basement that we got with Battle Box. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, there's, that one time they that's down one. there too. Yeah, if that's for, uh, like, if we had a mm, like water jug container thing, like, oh, a, okay. you know, and we were using okay. that to drink out of. Woolen clothing, scarves, earmuffs, and mittens. Wool. Woolen. 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 Yeah, wool. wool. So, wool clothing and... Uh, I don't like the itchy stuff. Yeah, scarves, earmuffs, itch- stuff like that. I know it's going to keep you warm. I don't want the itchy stuff. Yeah, you don't want the itchy stuff. So, wool is... And people got to be careful. Some people are, like, allergic to it. Yeah. But wool is like one of the best materials you can use when you're trying to stay alive. It says it keeps something like 80 to 90% of its heating properties, even when completely saturated. So no matter what the situation, it could be literally raining on you at the moment. And wool will still keep you usually pretty warm, even if you're wet or if it's wet, which is really helpful in any situation where you need to survive. So having wool clothing or blankets, wool socks, anything like that, uh, the only downside to it is, if I'm not mistaken, wool being... Doesn't it shrink? Yeah, it shrinks a little, but wool being a natural material, um, it's really susceptible to things like uh, mold and mildewing Mm. so there is that uh and and that'll damage the material but another nice thing about wool though is it uh doesn't it's not like flammable as far as like a wool blanket won't uh melt to you like polyester clothing does you know so if you're sitting by a fire and you get an ember on you and you're wearing wool you don't have to worry about it destroying your whole outfit or your whole whatever like you would sometimes with the um, polyesters and stuff like that. U.S. Army Survivor. Here's a manual. Manual FM 21-76. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Army Survival Manuals. So I have not that one in particular, but I have some military survival manuals. There's actually the, uh, the U.S. Armed Forces, on well, it's literally Nuclear, Biological, and Chemical Survival Manuals, actually what the uh, recording device is laying on right now. So uh, definitely good to have the manuals. I don't particularly know this one, so I can't say anything about it. But yeah, keep uh, look it up. Go buy one keep it around uh in this case also though things like books are really good to have especially because um you know in the what do you want to call it end of the world shtf power outage whatever you run into your personal apocalypse well you're not going to be able to look things up if you don't know the answers to them if we have no phones yeah if the phones or internet um, so you're going to have to go back to the olden days where you had like dictionaries, yep. encyclopedias. Yeah, go back to that. 
I just realized that that was number 80 and we were supposed to stop at 75. Well, people got a little bit more than they bargained for. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to stop at that one right now. Uh, so we're at number 80 on the manual or with the on the manual on the manual <laughs> with US Army manual. Um really appreciate everybody who is listening. I know we got a bunch of downloads from our first episode of uh, National Preparedness Month, which was nice. We got a couple of new things coming up over the next couple of months. Obviously, though, it's harvest season and uh, winter is coming and there's not a lot of really anything anybody can do about the changing season. So we got to start getting prepared. I'm still trying to find a uh, ATV with a plow to kind of get through winter. I know I got a friend of mine selling one right now, and I was trying to convince my wife to buy it for me, but I don't think that's going to happen because I don't have the extra money right now. But uh, Yeah, I need a GoFundMe page for that. Yeah. Um, but I do want to say Start. shout out to any of the new listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Yep. If it is your first time tuning in. Definitely. Trust me, these these get a little bit better each time. Yeah, or I mean, not we try. always this boring. We try. If it's boring for you, so sorry about that. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's uh, I think it's something that I I brought up about talking about and I think it needed to be discussed but there's also other other things that uh we end up talking about that I think are uh, the added points where we add a little bit extra to everything but like I said you know it's nice to have Definitely. the information out there but uh anything else going on you tell me recently in the last few days you want to talk about a few weeks there's a lot going on in the news i don't necessarily want to get into it but things are not getting better uh the weather is actually pretty nice for right now the garden's pumping out billions of tomatoes (laughs) billions of tomatoes i got at least that's the one thing you know you can definitely grow (laughs) i can grow tomatoes here i have dozens and dozens of carrots but they are very small carrots, so we can get by on carrots. I know we have <laughs> and dozens of tomatoes and well, kale, and you got some pumpkins. Yeah, we got a couple pumpkins growing, which is kind of nice for this uh, winter Halloween. We won't have to buy any more pumpkins, but we're uh, and we got some onions coming up, but I haven't dug any of them up to see how big they are. But the uh, greens are definitely coming up. So, there's always that. I've also been having a lot of problems with squirrels. But, like I said, you we know. We got a cat, so. Yeah, he's around. <laughs> but, uh, as far as the squirrel things go, I have been waiting on dispatching the squirrels due to the fact that we may or may not need them for uh, additional food at some point. So... I've kind of been saving off on the uh, killing squirrels just in case. Yeah, because we might need them for food to feed our cat. Or to feed our us. <laughs> I'm not even squirrel. 
Mm. You will when squirrel's the only thing there is to eat. I don't think it's going to be tasty, so no. I don't want to eat no squirrel. You'd be amazed at how good squirrel is. There's going to be a lot of sauce on it. It'll be delicious. I'll smoke it, and uh, there's a squirrel out there with no tail. Oh, oh you can't take that one. Shoot that one. No. But yeah, my buddy Abe, who, uh, if you listen to the podcast with Abe, um, go back. I think it's like episode 18 or 20 or something. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry. But uh, my buddy Abe was over again today. We were talking or running through some drills. Um, there's a shooting competition. So there's the Badger State, GSSF Badger State Regional Classic is coming up this weekend. I've convinced him to come with me and shoot it. It'll be his first match. And it's kind of a major match. It's not like a national, well, it's a regional match. But uh, it's it'll be fun for him to get out there and shoot his first match. I got another guy coming with me that I know, like I said, through the uh, store only. And he's going to be coming with us to check out the match too. So uh, got that coming up. That'll be talked about next week. See how the match goes and how we did. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get Megan to come to a match with me, but she said she'll come this time and maybe film a little. But she didn't want to shoot uh, this time, so we're going to see what happens there. Trying to still sort out a Glock that fits her hand comfortably. Um I am not three feet tall. I am 4'11". All right, yeah. Just so FYI. So there was a gun giveaway on the Talking Lead podcast. And of course, I had to enter because it's a gun giveaway, and why the hell not? And one of the things that we did as a gun giveaway, you had to take a picture of a uh, certain company's product if you owned any of their product or get, get your hands on their product or whatever. I happened to own... Uh, rifle by the company doing the giveaway and so we took a picture of the rifle I took a picture with the rifle she took a picture with the rifle and they had made you know we'd sent them in to their podcast and they had made some comments about it on their podcast about what podcast was that that made that comment I said it was on the talking lead oh okay yeah I'm sure you got their name out there yeah they don't need our help I know but, <laughs> but yeah so the Talking Lead podcast, and they were kind of talking about our pictures, and they had said some stuff, and then the one guy on there goes, he's like, is this this guy's wife? Because it looks like she's about three feet tall. And I was kind of laughing when he said that, but I mean, it was the truth. Uh, my wife is a lot shorter than I am. But I'm not three feet tall. No, you're not three feet tall, but I mean, these, you know... I am 4'11". You're definitely a smaller person. But it was funny. We did not win the gun, though. Uh, I wish we could have. We should have. Yeah, you say we... (laughs) I also could have gave him a little bit better of a sob story. I mean, I may be biased, but I thought of all the pictures I looked at that we probably had, like, one of the best ones. Uh, But it was fun. I I enjoyed it. Especially with the... The cat. I mean, how can you not love this cute little orange, fuzzy, lovable cat? For, yeah, the cat. So the cat's what should have made it. Yeah. So there's that. No new AKs for me, unfortunately. 
at this moment. Did have another Norinko come through the gun store the other day, um, which is a Chinese manufactured AK that they kind of stopped importing in the early 90s. So you don't run across a lot of them very often. But one of them came into the store. I wanted to buy it. I didn't have the money. I didn't end up with it. Um, it happens. It makes me sad. I wish I made a little extra money so I could buy some of those toys when they came rolling through. But that happens. I have a uh, an older Norinko that's never been fired. That's kind of a safe queen right now. But I'm looking for a, some sort of an AK that's a shooter that I can run to uh, matches with because I wanted to start going to things like Clash Bash, uh, Clash Bash or Thunder on the Tundra, which is October 2nd. And October 2nd, I think, if they're still putting it on, I have a three-gun match. I don't know if I'm going to run all the way up to Thunder on the Tundra in Rippon to shoot that match, but uh, never know what will happen if they cancel the three-gun match. I might run up to thunder on the tundra just for shits and giggles but like i said you don't know you have to run a borrowed ak so other than that yeah i don't think too much is uh going on right now you know just the usual the usual winter is coming the usual i don't want winter to come yeah, winter is coming. What is it? Today's the last day of uh, summer. No, it's not. Summer's never over. Yeah. So, well, on that note, with not much else going on. I think we should call it a night. All right. So, I think before we sign off, thanks to everybody who's been listening lately. Please, please check out the social medias. I know... Uh, I've been trying to post a little bit more and interact with people a little bit more. There's not too much interaction, but Guns, Oil, and Dirt on Instagram, Guns, Oil, and Dirt on TikTok, Guns, Oil, and Dirt group in MeWe. There's a Guns, Oil, and Dirt Facebook page. The, po- or the not podcast, the app I was talking about the other episode the last episode i think i called it float or something like that which is an app but it's called fountain so if you want to pay 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 us money you mean donate yes if you want to donate money to the podcast um fountain is where you go you uh get on your fountain and you basically you whatever you want to call it, give us likes or whatever. Tips. And yeah, <laughs> tips. Money. That's yeah. what it actually is. It, it ends up being like tips and uh, it comes to us as crypto. So that's kind of nice. Um, I enjoy the idea of that. I'm going to have to figure it all out. And if you guys have anything that you want him to talk about, you know, reach out, throw some topics out there that you might be interested in or questions that you have that we can bring up on the podcast and answers. So, uh, yeah. don't be shy. Any any question is not a dumb question. Uh, that's not so. true. <laughs> she says that. She's nicer than I am. I'm a little harsh. But, yeah, if you guys want to talk to us or something like that, I am planning on doing some sort of a something soon here. And, and just don't make it creepy and weird. That's all I ask. 
Yeah. I'm not sending pictures of my feet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, unless you're, uh, you're going to pay a good amount of money, hey, yeah, no, you know, I'll take me. all the feet pictures you want. <laughs> you heard it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so all the social medias, um, you can contact me directly at gunsoilanddirt at gmail.com. Um, but realistically, I probably won't answer you on there. If you want to get on the Instagram and message me on Instagram, I will probably answer you either on Instagram. You could TikTok, send or, private messages on TikTok. Yeah, but Instagram or MeWe, I actually check more than I do pretty much anything else. The Gmail or the TikTok page is kind of here and there sometimes. But I'm on Instagram like every day and Facebook like every week. So you could definitely get a hold of me on Facebook. Instagram, uh, and MeWe, those are my favorite chatting platforms. MeWe's actually got a lot of good stuff going on in there. I just don't get a lot of traffic through it, so feel free to contact me on there. If not, uh, if you got anything else to say. Just, uh, thanks for listening, guys, and stay safe, stay prepared. Yep. Stay smart. Yeah. Definitely uh, keep your heads on a swivel out there. You never know what's going to happen around you. Keep your head up. Stay vigilant. I'm not kidding. There are a million things that happen every day that I end up saying to usually my wife or somebody else. Be like, hey, did you notice this? Hey, did you notice this? Hey, did you notice this? Because you could be getting yourself into an unsafe situation and not even know it. I'll get into topics like that on a different day probably. But there's a lot going on around you every day and it could be very dangerous for you so do your best to stay alive out there and also if you see something say something probably one of the things i could say out there too so see something say something don't keep your mouth shut if it's not right speak up yeah kind of sometimes it depends on what not right means so uh just be careful out there like I said, it's, it is going um, kinetic very quickly, it seems like. There's a lot of things going on. So, like I said, guys, just be safe out there. Uh, keep your guns loaded. Keep around in the chamber. Keep your head on a swivel. And uh, hopefully we'll chat at you guys later. And like I said, should have maybe some stickers coming out. Maybe a raffle coming up as soon as I figure out what to do. Stay tuned. Next week's episode will be up next week. Yep. Thanks a lot, everybody. Talk to you later.